Dr. Mike here, crampy and crabby from PMS. Stay tuned for some natural solutions that can help. <laughs> You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. Thanks for joining us here at Live Forever. I'm here with my my co-host and friend, Dr. Gossert. Yes, Crystal Gossert. I have to tell you that intro, I did approve it, um, but <laughs> I'll have to let you know that this I is did, the I one and say only it. time. I, she made me. Well, we, you know, it's it's kind of funny. Yeah, no, but it's okay. There's there's it's like okay. with the menopause, there's the the, the what the itchy scratchy, you know, yeah. the dwarf. Some people may it's okay. Yes, know? but I'll tell you the the truth is that you really should not joke about this time I of know. the month for women. I know. And you really shouldn't comment on it at all. My my husband got into a, a lot of trouble with me. <laughs> It's, well, the past couple of months and this last time, now he's telling me that he can tell when yeah. it's it's time for me to he gets quiet have my cycle. Just no, he's just like, yeah, I think you should really start tracking your behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, that that's sounds just, so like Blake too. Men out there, just don't do it. Don't yeah. go there. All right. So, so what? Okay, PMS. What exactly is it? So these are symptoms about two weeks before menstruation. Um, most common are bloating, irritability, yeah. fatigue, food cravings, yep. uh, cramping. Isn't there, though, I mean, haven't they identified like over 100 or so symptoms? symptoms? Over 150, uh, 150 symptoms. symptoms. Um, That's a associated lot. with PMS, and then there's a more... Um, I guess, advanced form called premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Yeah, that's a big mood thing, right? Yes. That's, I've seen, yeah, I've, I, that's, that's, that needs to be treated. That's big. Yes, yeah. and this is someone who's, you know, dealing with, you know, clinical depression yeah, yeah. And, and anxiety around this time of the month. So what, so what, um, do, you, what, what do you think, though, um, with PMS, um, how have, here's, because I've always found this funny, kind of, and I'm okay. not trying to, I'm not saying PMS is funny, but, um, for years and years and years, most OBGYN doctors were men. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I had, I was trained by some who would just, you say, um, oh, I think she has PMS, like a real syndrome. Yeah. And they would roll their eyes like, oh, whatever, give her an aspirin. Right. What do you think about, how, how has conventional wisdom and doctors done with treating PMS? What do you think? Well, I think that there's, I think a part, most doctors feel like there's not, that much that they can do, but just kind of give you symptom relief. Yeah. So they, they are still just passing out NSAIDs. Yeah, pre- pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, diuretics. Yes, which, to help with the And that helps yeah. a little bit, but now you're, you have to go to the bathroom helps all with the bloating, time. Yeah. Um, SSRIs, if you're you know really dealing with some of the uh, dysphoric issues, anxiety. Um, oral contraceptives tend to be popular now. Yeah. So if you go to your OBGYN, it's a good chance you're going to go on it's this. It's a good yeah. chance you'll uh, walk away with. And a they prescription. help. They do. They do. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of oral contraceptives. I don't know yeah. if we've ever had that conversation before. Um, just based on, I, I've just seen so many imbalances later in life yeah. that women deal with mm-hmm. from oral contraception. But um, but you know what? I, I, who am I to you know yeah. if you, if you need it and it works? Well, um, an underlooked. Um, kind of correlating issue that would be worth investigating is thyroid disorders. 
with PMS. That, yeah, I, I think that's actually pretty, um, I think that's a pretty interesting angle. Yeah, right? the exact cause is unknown, but, you know, when you're having thyroid disorders, there's, sometimes there's just something going on with the HPA axis or that hypothalamus pituitary <laughs> adrenal access thank you, thank and, you for uh, and then there's the thyroid component that can well can be involved as well i i don't have any clinical data to support what i'm about to say but i okay. do i do have an experience as a clinician mm-hmm. i've seen a lot of people mm-hmm. um if the thyroid is messed up high or low yeah whatever anything else people are dealing with is worse I mean, I, I, yeah. I've seen that. So yes. headaches are worse. Stomach stuff is right. worse. Everything's yeah. heart stuff is worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think that would, I think the doctors need, we need to be checking thyroid stuff on everybody a lot more, but that's a different topic. It's a different topic, <laughs> but I think it's, you know, something to consider if you're yep. dealing with this, but it is real. I think people, you know, in general, the medical community realizes that it's not just in the woman's head. Well, that's where I was going with. I, yeah. When I went through training, a lot of those older, stuffy OBGYN yeah. doctors, they've been there for 30, 40 years. I don't think they believed any of it. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to hear it. They rolled their eyes. Give, give, literally, I've heard them say, give her an aspirin. You know, that was, that was the conventional approach. And yeah. that's not right. It is a real syndrome. There are real hormonal things going on yes. that are causing these symptoms. 150 have been identified. This is not... In yeah, your head. It's not. Yeah. So so let's get right into the natural stuff because right. there's not much we do conventional, right? We, you mentioned a few, pain yeah. stuff, you know, uh, uh, oral contraception. But mm-hmm. what are we going to do in, in the natural world? How can we help with PMS? Well, there's actually research, exercise. It, it seems like we go talk about exercise in every podcast. But there is clinical <laughs> data works. showing exercise 60 minutes a day, three times 60? a week. Yes. Woo! That's not bad. No, that's for, um, I'm sorry, three times a week, 60 minutes. Three times a three week. Times that's still a, a lot. I mean, I. So, you know, that's. I, I get on my elliptical trainer. Monday, Wednesday, train. Friday. I don't. Do, I get on my elliptical trainer Monday, Wednesday, Friday for 20, 25 minutes. You need, well. I know. I'm working minutes, it. I'm Dr. working Mike, it hard. I ain't new. I get bored. To get on into it. the fat burning mode. <laughs> <laughs> that's another topic as well. Um, but stress management, I found a really good study. Um, it was actually um, done in Miami, University of Miami, mm-hmm. and they have a like a touch therapy uh, division or department, and they did a study with massage therapy for PMS. Oh, okay. That would and be good, too. I know. I was like, I need to sign up for that study. <laughs> I need them to do it again. Massage therapy can be helpful with water retention okay. and mood. And Journaling is, can be helpful. So these are just lifestyle. Yeah, it's kind of the overall, like, it not necessarily treating something specific, just yeah. overall helping maybe yeah. with the Are there some, like, let's get into some of the specifics. Are, yeah. What can we do for pain and cramps in the natural world? Um, Chaseberry can be helpful. Okay. Um, Chaseberry is kind of known for being an overall beneficial nutrient to support, Mm -hmm. you know, to support a woman during this time of the year. I don't think a lot of people know what chaseberry is. No, it's a berry. It's found in the Mediterranean. It's a little shrub. um, And sometimes you see it um, as chase tree extract. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or well, you know, chase it's, bear or Vitex. It's not it's not commonly used in food because it's real bitter, right? So it's yeah, not you don't yeah. you don't you're not gonna find you're not gonna find chase berry juice. 
no. and stuff like that. It's a supplement, really. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but really good research with Chase Berry. Um, there's a study in nursing students found significant benefit with nearly 70% of participants reporting complete resolution of their PMS symptoms at the end of the trial. So wait, so, wait, wait, that's 70%. That, okay, wait, let me... Let so me this is sorry. a trial of nur- with nursing students. So 70% had complete resolution of symptoms, yes. not like, not 70% better. No. Like complete resolution. 70% of the participants that received the Chase Berry. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So that's something to consider. Saffron, we know that I this like is a spice um, commonly used in, you know, Persian uh, area. Paella. Paella. Oh, oh yeah. it's in paella? Oh, yeah. From Spain? Yes. Oh. Yes, it is such rich, like rich this. taste. Oh, now I'm hungry. Yeah, but <laughs> saffron can help with serotonin imbalances, some of the neurotransmitter imbalances. Right. Um, ginger well, do can they, be do helpful they think, with discomfort. Um, let's go. The saffron yeah. um, is uh, it's it acts well. We don't know for sure, but yeah. the, uh, there's an idea, a hypothesis that it acts like an SSRI. Yes. And it blocks the reuptake of so yes. serotonin hangs around your brain longer. Yep. I don't know if that's been perfectly worked out, but I think I've read something on that. Yes, and then ginger for discomfort and some of the cramping. Like pain and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. I like, I like ginger stuff. Um, now, and, you're, and, of course, here you're talking about for all of these, the chase berry, the saffron, the ginger. These We're talking about supplemental form. Yeah. Because I know with ginger, to get pain relief, it's high dose, like four, th- 300, 250, 300 milligrams? Well, actually, um, with, I found a study, 250 milligrams twice daily. So a total of 500, so 500 milligrams yeah. starting seven days prior to... Uh, when you actually have your cycle. Right, okay. So and add in the ginger, and it's been shown to be beneficial. Yeah. So, so supplementations, because you can't eat that much ginger. I mean, it would no. ruin I your try. T- palate. You know, I How do. How would you do it? It would ruin your palate. I, Ginger's strong. I, I eat the ginger straight. God, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Dr. Mike. I like ginger, too. I, yeah. I, like, the, um, I like the ginger candies. Oh, those are good too. The ones that are um, the cubes that are rolled in sugar. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good I stuff. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, this was great. So um, uh, hopefully, again, we gave you some really good information, right? Yeah. Uh, PMS is real. It really is. And sometimes that's all you need to know. Yeah, that it's real. It's not just in my head. Yeah, you're not being weak. It's not just this is real things going on. All those hormonal mm-hmm. changes. I mean, this is a this is a big event that happens to a woman every month. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're talking about an egg being released to be fertile. It's big. Yeah. And then it, when it's not, you got to get rid of it. I mean, this is a lot. So um, it's real. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think there are natural things here that can mm-hmm. help. Um, and I do like, I like the ginger. I do. It's one of my favorites. That's a good suggestion. Yeah. Dr. Gossard, as always, thank you. Thank you. And Dr. I want to thank Mike. everybody for listening and watching uh, Live Foreverish. For more podcasts, they can head over to liveforeverish.com. You gotta say it with more oomph. They can go to www.liveforeverish.com. That's liveforeverish.com. I'm do- oh wait, please subscribe. Yes. Like, share. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening. <laughs>